2: Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Gold Dagger III.
3: Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend.
0: The man, the man is dangerous. The beast, the beast is angerous. Alone they're scary but escapable. Together they're deadly and capable. Beware the foe in harmony. Beware the monstrous Tarmony. You make it to the edge of the lake, where the train is, once again, rocky
3: and steep. What do you do?
1: It's down we go.
3: Keep moving away from the <laughs> not toward, if that wasn't clear. It was implied. It was strongly,
0: <laughs> strongly implied. Alright, well if you're just going to try to make your way down the mountain yourselves, you can give me an athletics check if you want to try to run and climb your way down, or you can give me an acrobatics check if this is really more of just... Tumbling. Leaping from spot to spot and uh, a lot of fancy footwork
3: to keep yourself from falling as you glide
1: or that, slide
4: down the mountain. That's... that. that's...
3: That. Mo- 16 for that oh. acrobat. The more Batman thing. I got a 19.
1: I got a
3: 20. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
1: Not a crit, but another 20.
0: What did you get, Vale? 16. Oh, you all did quite well. This car is not gonna have a problem with whoa, this. he's whoa, whoa, His size alone makes this a little bit easier for him. Uh, But Ulwan and Earl and Sam Yeah, we all did well except
3: for one
0: Earl and Sam, question mark (laughs) uh, uh, Easily make their way down the steeper part Ulwan, who has this halfling woman with him Is unfortunately going very slow And you've reached the spot where your wagon
3: and horses are Oh, hey, we need these back. We could go faster with them. That's Perhaps. up hop on them and go. Although it would take a couple minutes to get loaded <sighs> up, right?
1: I say we try to jump in and
3: yeah. use them. Works for me. Who's driving the wagon? Me. Oh, yeah, because we don't have Sam. I've
1: been, I mean, I've been sitting, like, I've been hmm. writing shotgun to Sam.
0: Do you have any vehicle proficiency? Oh,
1: I don't know.
0: Um, if you don't know, you probably don't. Let's talk about shit. Well, it's one of those things that almost never comes up.
2: No, doesn't look like it. Anybody else have any Oh,
0: no. No. Okay. Arnis leaps to the reins. The horses are starting to get very spooked at this. Uh, where's everybody going?
2: Um, I'm going to the back of the last car, so I can take shots of anything that might try to follow us. All right, darn. That's smart, I'll do that, too. I got projectiles.
0: Right. It's also good because that middle wagon is still very flattened from oh, yeah. the giant's. Or will just hop on top of that broken mess in the middle wagon. Oh, and it's not there in time. Are you guys waiting for him?
2: Yes. Yeah, we're going to need to.
0: In which case, I need everybody to make another dexterity saving throw as the Sentinids unleash another wave of needles.
2: I crit. 21. Would you roll for me? I will. Oh, well, that's the opposite of crit. Uh, mm. That's total going to be a 10. So
0: 10 for Aranus, crit for Vale. Darvin? 21. Aranis, you're focused on getting these horses turned around, so that way you're facing back down the mountain, and you just don't see this coming. Darvin and Vale, you'll take half. Actually, I'm going to drop a dice into a bunch of them. Darvin and Vale, you'll take half. Aranis, you're going to take the full brunt of this, just as your back gets acupunctured. Damn. That's another 21.
1: I'm dead.
0: Which Me means too. Arnis and Vale only take 10. No, I'm still dead. I'm at one.
3: <laughs>
1: Jesus. I'm dead.
0: I'm at zero. Aranis passes out, holding the reins. Darwin collapses inward into the wagon. Earl, he's also just filled with needles and just starts screaming in pain. He manages to keep himself from swearing. He's a little bit more dignified than that. But Vale, you can see him pull out his flask again and start drinking from it. And some of his wounds start
2: healing up. Luan is caught up. Who's doing what? Well, I'm going to tell Owan to put the woman in the cart. Done. Uh, crap. Is everybody else in the carts at this point? Yes. All right, well, I'm going to then reach into Darvin's boot and get, got, what, two potions left? The four left. I'm going to pull out two of them. (laughs) Oh, man. I um, yeah, I need more potions. Uh, well, if we survive this, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's let's worry about the present problem first. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm gonna actually take the boot with me, and I'm gonna pull out- Can I take a potion for myself right now? I'm, no one's gonna be able to stop you. Cool. I mean, Earl Earl is clearly not
0: stopping you. You saw him just drink something and heal up a little bit, so he's looking out for his own.
4: Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll address that later.
2: Uh, six for me. <laughs> that makes that a seven. My goal now is to get the wagons moving, and then as they're moving, try to administer healing to my friends. Because the idea of staying where we are while I heal them seems like a bad idea.
0: Things might catch up to you if you try to stop and heal multiple people. Yeah. So are you driving the wagons, or are you going to get someone else to do it?
2: I'm going to ask Ol' One to do it. Or Earl Earl, one of the
0: two of them. Ol' One will do it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) As you ask both of them, Ol' One just quickly I got it, I got it, don't worry about it. Earl, don't worry. Just heal up. You'll be fine. And Ulwan takes the reins. He is also not trained with vehicles, but uh, he will do his best. And he kicks the horses into gear. Vizkara is just running down the side of the mountain. Uh, A little too big for the wagon. (laughs) I think. A little too big. Sam, question mark, is running behind you guys. He's not on the wagon. We can move quick. Um, Ulwan needs to make some animal handling checks to maneuver this wagon down the mountain quickly and safely. You come to a, a tight turn in the path. Oan yanks on the reins. The horses turn sharply. And as the wagons snake around the corner, they come up on two wheels before slamming back down on all God. four. People are jostled about, but nobody's fallen out. Uh, so you've got a moment to
3: administer a potion now, if you'd like. I'm
2: going to give it to Darvin. 2d4, buddy.
3: Yes. These two very nice. nice. How much you back? Nine. All right. All right. Which puts me at nine. <laughs>
0: Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. So Darvin is shaken awake and the wagons are on a hot move. Uh, you can look up and see is just passed out next to Owan at the front of the wagon. That were-dog creature is running right behind you guys and you can see a wave of sentinids behind you, behind him, chasing you down the mountain. The dragon is off to the side. You can't so much see him as you can hear him at this point, just large footsteps and rocks rolling down the hill.
2: And I'm kind of, kind of oh. tell him, shoot the sentinels, slow them down. I'm going to go try and help Arnis. I can try That's to simple. shoot
3: at sentinels. Go right.
0: ahead. Go ahead. Go and shoot one.
3: Okay. I'll take a shot. What are you using now? Uh, longbow or shortbow? I think I'm a short. I don't think anyone's got longbow. shortbow. Couldn't remember if he had a crossbow or not. Anyway,
0: I was going to that. You grab a small handful of arrows and just start firing them off the back <laughs> of the wagon. And there's, ting ting, 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 off the rocks as the sentinels quickly move around them. And up ahead of the wagons and the horses is a very narrow path. And Olan has to do his best to make sure that the horses keep it straight and steady. So that way the wheels don't run off the road and the horses don't run off the road. Eee! Owan rolled a four. Uh, let's see, at this point I give you guys like a terrible choice, but I'm just gonna have to make it for Olan myself. Oh, no, no, sorry. Olan sees this coming and he just turns his head back and shouts to everybody, This is really dangerous. I'm either gonna have to slow down or something might fall. Slow down.
2: We can't afford to lose the body of Arnus right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
0: Okay. He slows down, and three sentinids leap from their positions onto the back wagon. They're just above you, Darvin, on the top of the covering. And you can see their legs poking down in through the canvas
3: uh, in an attempt to get to you. What do you do? Start, like, swinging at legs, trying... Sure. Like, I don't want to poke up through the canvas, but if I can... Go ahead, roll an attack. All right. 18? Yeah, that's going to hit. 8 damage.
0: You manage to chop off one of the legs and you see a sentinel tumble out from on top of the wagon behind you and just roll off to the side of the trail. Nice. Uh, The other one is going to rip open the top of the canvas and quickly try to lean down and just bite you in the head. A 16 to hit. Yes. Reaches down and bites at you. Uh, And you'll take three piercing damage as you feel its teeth tear into your flesh.
2: Uh, Bill, what are you doing? I'm going to make my way up front of the wagon Mm and force a uh, potion down Arniss's throat. Let's roll some healing for Arniss. Nice, max to Max, eight, nine, ten.
0: Arnas gets ten points of health back. And you come to on the bench at the front of the wagon, right next to One, who's having a difficultish time keeping these horses in line. And you can hear and see one of the Sentinids on the rear wagon right now, attacking down at Darwin. Uh, Arnis, is there anything you want to do?
1: Can I help One.
0: Do you want to take the reins from him? Driving a cart is pretty much a one-person, it's a one-person job. one-person job. Unless you had some sort of, like, animal magic, where you could assist the animals instead of the driver. I
1: don't. I don't right. have, like,
0: speak animals or anything. Wasn't sure.
1: In which case then, I want to draw my crossbow and try to shoot at the sentinid that's attacking Darvin. Okay. No, I think
0: that'll
1: do. That's a, uh, 24. Oh okay.
0: yeah, that's gonna do. 10 damage. You fire your crossbow bolt at this young sentinid, hit it right in the top of its body, and it falls off the wagon and rolls off the trail, Cool. Uh, leaving no more sentinids on the wagons at this point. Uh, you've made it through this narrow pass, and from this point, you know that the trail is fairly even. Well, steady. It's still downhill, but it's fairly steady. And really, what you need to do is just outpace these creatures. Uh, what do people do?
2: I'm moving back to where I was with the intention of trying to delay anything that may be gaining on us. Okay. We still have one in there, right? I'm going to say
0: when you knocked that first one off, it got tangled up in the third, and they both fell off. Okay. I realize I said three after I said there's only one left. I'm just like, no, and this one. Got it. He fell off. Everybody's conscious now. I'm not worried about one bug.
1: Okay. Olwan's got the reins. I'm gonna keep an eye behind us on approaching Okay. Ned's.
0: Are you staying in the front? Just like turning around? Yeah. Okay. Right. Vale fun. scrambles back to the rear wagon, uh, crossbow in hand. Arnis turns around at the front, next to Olwan, ready to shoot down anything that comes near him. Darvin.
3: Where did you say these things are?
0: They're behind the wagons, rushing to try to catch you.
3: Uh, I guess I should ready my bow.
0: Okay. You keep your bow in hand and get a few more arrows ready. I'm gonna, like. Set him down into the floor of the wagon, just real quick to grab and pull. Yeah, I like that. And uh, Ulan's going to try to rush the horses on. He's going to grab the reins from here, a couple little quick, as he encourages the horses to go faster. (sighs) He rolls a five. That's why NPCs shouldn't have the reins. Uh, So Ulan tries to rush the horses onward, but he's not the best with horses. The only ones he's ever dealt with are the rocking horses and hobby horses from the playground. <laughs> and those work a little bit differently. <laughs> so a couple of the horses feel spurred on, a couple don't know what's going on, and there's just confusion among the horse ranks. And the wagon starts swerving side to side on the trail. And, hmm, do I want to do this now? Yes, I do. This uh, is going to be a lot of fun. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, everybody who's looking behind the wagons. As you come around one of the slight turns, the sentinels rush up and stop on top of one of the giant rock formations. And Gossram swoops down in his griffin vulture form, changes midair into his formed gorilla, lands amongst them. And you can't hear what he says, but you can certainly all hear the rocks as they get loosened. And there's about to be an avalanche of stones headed your way. Avalanche. And there's rumblings and cracks in the stone, and there's just a wall of boulders and rocks chasing you now.
1: Where Where is our dragon friend?
0: He's off to the side, maybe 30 feet.
1: Um... Does acid melt rocks?
0: Not really. Uh, Very slowly,
2: over time. <laughs> like erosion.
0: <laughs> if he was fully healthy, he would have a shot, but he is not. You saw what he was able to do those sentences, and that was basically perforate
3: them, not melt them entirely. Um... But if we have him, Pastor, trying to have him burn like a trench or pit for them to roll into? again, That's... not what he can do.
0: <sighs> if he could melt ground that quickly, he wouldn't have been stuck in the ground. True. Oh yeah. We
1: could have him just attack the sentinels.
0: I know, we keep moving. The avalanche we'll has already faster. started. avalanche is already happening. Just go faster. Oh, um,
1: alright. Let's go faster. Let's go
0: faster. So you just start yes. elbowing Olwan, telling him to kick it into gear? We'll is that what's going on, RNS? Mm-hmm. Or... <sighs> should we take
1: the reins from him?
3: What's your animal handling?
1: Oh, I should totally take the reins from him <laughs> Yeah, I should I should do that <laughs> Plus the
3: horse is probably You've like, probably sung to them I should totally take the reins from him Yeah Okay, as the wagons
0: have been kind of swerving Side to side a little bit on the road And Aaron is, is like, nope, excuse me, hand me those reins I'm going to take charge now Sam? Mark? Uh, leaps onto the middle wagon next to Earl Earl Because uh, he can tell things are about to get real up uh, Dicey? Harry.
1: <laughs> I like it. <sighs> hey, that's a good one.
0: Crushingly difficult. Yeah. Stuck between a rock and a hard place. And a rock, and a rock, and another rock. <laughs> and then another wall of rocks.
1: And then, like, five more rocks. And then
0: Dwayne
3: the Rock Johnson.
0: Alright, Arnis. What's our. Uh, Veil vale and Darwin, is there anything you want to do as you see the. Hold on. Wall of stones.
3: <sighs> yeah, that's all I can do. Hold on.
0: You all put your weapons down, away, whatever, and grab onto anything that's secured to the wagon. Alright, Arnas, it's up to you. Lolon oh, hands you the reins. I I did the best I could. I am not a horse guy.
1: not either. I just have strangely like bonus to animal handling.
0: You've been on the road a lot. You've probably encountered a lot of horses and other animals, and charming mm-hmm. animals helps charm people. Nobody wants to go to listen to Arnus the dog hater. <laughs> it's true.
1: Um, so am I am I rolling?
0: Yes, roll animal mm-hmm. handling.
1: Twenty-three.
0: Okay. Should
1: have been doing this all along, guys. <laughs>
0: Arnest takes the reins and gives them a couple of good quick little whips and adjustments. And the horses can immediately tell there's someone much more experienced behind them telling them what to do. And they quickly fall into line and just start galloping down the trail, taking the curves with relative ease. And up ahead, you can now see the giant chief's house, the stone house. And there, leaning up against one of the walls, is the stone giant who had previously stopped you and escorted you in to see the chief. What does anybody do? The stones continue after you. You've got a little bit more space now, a little bit more breathing room, um, but they're still coming.
1: How close is the, the stone giant to us? Is he, like, uh, shouting distance? Sorry.
0: The hill giant? Yeah, yeah the hill sorry. giant. I'm sorry. You can see him. It's safe to assume that he would hear you if you were loud.
1: I feel like I should shout, like, coming in hot or something. Well,
3: avalanche, so they know that we're bringing a whole bunch of rocks down on them.
1: Yeah, so I just shout, avalanche! <laughs> this is gonna end really poorly for me, I have a feeling.
0: He turns startled. What? What? And all of a sudden he can see the rocks in the distance rolling and the clouds of dust coming down. Oh, oh shit! And fumbles about and pulls out a small horn and blows it very, very loudly. And farther up ahead, you can hear a bunch of giants, uh, confused. Oh, no. There's a general panic. General panic? Uh, (laughs) Down there amongst the populace. Uh, And he quickly turns the corner to the front side of the giant chief's house. As you go rushing past him, what do you do?
2: Uh, Keep going.
0: Keep going. There are now a number of buildings and giants running. Well, the buildings aren't running. The buildings are just stationary in your way. The giants, however, are running across the paths in your way. Um, uh, so you can try to swerve through and around them if you like. Or you can slow down
1: and not hit them. I think slowing down is probably the way to go. Since yeah. We're in is town. Good, yeah, Yeah. I would rather not accidentally hit a giant with a cart. <laughs> you know. <laughs> just a lot.
0: Are you stopping or just slowing down?
1: Just slowing down. Oh. Still moving.
0: You slow down and there's a couple of very close calls as giants are crossing your path just trying to get away or ahead or to their shelter or whatever. They clearly have some sort of plan in place... Or at least know enough that an avalanche is coming, this is dangerous, and this is bad. And you make it past a number of houses before these stones and boulders come rolling down. And vale and Darvin, you can see the giant chief's house just get crushed. Big old cloud of dust and gravel comes flying out of it. A number of giants get smacked by boulders. Oh uh, a few more buildings get knocked down. Oh, and then all of a sudden, all the giants see the dragon that's running next to you, and they get even more panicked. They are still trying to run away from these falling rocks, but now a number of them are stopping to, like, grab big old clubs and axes and spears.
3: Uh, I'm not a speaker, so I'm just gonna keep holding on. I'm gonna make a side crack to bail about. Yeah, I hope he likes that tribute. Pointing to the rocks on his husk. <laughs> <What a
1: dick>.
3: It's <laughs> good, actually. I appreciate
2: that. Bill might actually chuckle a little at that. Arnes, what are you doing?
1: Uh, I attempt to shout at those who seem frightened by the dragon that he's not here to harm you. Just let us pass.
0: Uh, roll persuasion with disadvantage this time, <laughs> because everything's just going to hell. This is a oh, shit show. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, well, that's now, so, yeah. Rolled a one and a six, so... I w-
0: and you can hear, like, a lot of shouting in giant, but every once in a while, you'll hear one of them shout out in common, You've brought the curse down upon us! Because the chief said the mountain was cursed. Um, oh, well, okay. <laughs> that's right. To be fair, there was a very cranky dragon up there, and a god.
1: Um, well, oops. Well, he's not wrong.
0: So And those that are farther down into the, uh, the giant territory are now coming out and moving to block your path. But as you do get farther away from the foot of the mountain, a lot of the stones have stopped because they've crushed into buildings. Giants... Uh, some of them have just crashed into the ice of the river And it appears that you are no longer in danger of the avalanche directly It wasn't a huge, like, entire side of the mountain thing It was basically a directed attack at you guys Just the and, giants that would knock And there are certainly a bunch of dead and wounded giants behind you A bunch of destroyed buildings And now there's a bunch in front of you Who are upset because you brought a curse to their town
2: you can talk us out of this Yeah. I talked us into it Well, you better than talk us out of it Because no one else is talking us out of it And we don't have the hit points to fight our way out of it Oh, oh! I think someone can try to talk you
0: out of this That depends What, what are you doing, Arnis? There's a line of giants now in front of you
1: I don't attempt to do it Earl Earl's going to start talking <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like that's not going to end well I don't know for sure but... It's
2: going to end poorly for all of us Especially for the Earl He's a noble. What do you want? I don't
1: know. Maybe don't
2: be a douche.
1: Um... If this works, that'll be a miracle. I'm going to say no. <laughs> what you have here is an opportunity <laughs> to face your curse head on and rid yourselves of it once and for all. So yeah, that's, that's what I say to them.
3: I'm
0: curious here. As you tell them that they have a chance to face their curse, what are you implying that curse is?
1: Oh, the god that's um, still coming after us, right? Isn't isn't he still coming after us?
0: You don't see him behind you at this point. Oh,
1: shit. Oh, okay. Um, in which case then, that's not what I want to say.
0: Okay, we'll take that back, since you clearly would have been able to look behind you and notice we're not being chased down the mountain anymore. Yes, as everybody is able to take stock, you can see, after the boulders stopped, there were no more creatures or gods.
1: Hmm. So I say, no, uh, no. This is merely the death throes of a curse defeated.
0: All right. Roll persuasion with disadvantage again.
1: Dang
0: it! No, that crit fail's not going away that easy. Stupid
1: crit fail! I got a twenty. Nice. <laughs> I rolled a thirteen and a fifteen.
0: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Have you stopped the wagon at this point?
1: We slowed it down to go through town, and now because of this giant, like line of giants, I am kind of slowing it down more. But I haven't, okay. I haven't stopped completely.
0: The horses are at slow pace. Then one of the hill giants will step forward. Say, if the curse is broken, then what was the
2: curse?
1: Do we see any reason for me to lie here? Just spin the truth a little. The curse was the
2: dragon trying to free himself from his ice prison. Yeah. Well,
1: that, I mean, it's not a lie. It's um, the whole
2: truth either, because there was really no curse. No, um, yeah, there was no curse. Uh,
1: the curse was a dragon attempting to free himself from his ice prison.
0: And the giant will raise up his spear and point it at Vizkara. That one
1: Yes, but he simply wanted to be free, not to be free and harm you. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I, I, don't, I have no idea if that's true or not. That's, that's hope That's a hoping. hidden hope moment.
0: <laughs> uh, you can roll Persuasion again, this time without disadvantage. I'm really hoping the Giants weren't the ones who put him there in the first place.
1: Well, then they wouldn't have thought it was a curse, right? Because that would have been passed Unless down. Unless they forgot about oh, it. yeah, right. that's true. 26.
0: All right. Well, Dragon, you got to get out of here, too.
1: <laughs> well, we weren't playing that second.
0: But the curse is gone then. Yeah. There's no more danger on the mountain.
1: I'd wait a bit before you go up there, but... Let the rocks settle. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Then we have much to do here. There are many wounded and there's been, as he looks around, a lot destroyed. You don't have to help, but we
3: would appreciate any you could offer.
2: Feel like my character would just be in the way. Your character could be
3: like healing people and whatnot, helping. But and I could perform last rites when dying or whatever the equivalent is. If you want to stay and help, I'll find a way to make myself useful.
1: Yeah, I'll. I'll tell you what. We'll definitely help you rebuild as best we can. I mean, we're not a strong bunch.
2: And
0: we don't expect you to be lifting stones.
1: Um, There
0: are wounded and there are scared people here, and there's certainly a lot that we need.
1: If you can help us rebuild one of our wagons, too.
0: (laughs) Look at both of your wagons, and they're just like the shittiest condition (laughs) right now. (laughs) They've been through a lot.
1: I mean, we can do most of the work. We just have have no supplies to, to do it. Okay.
0: They're willing to accept your help. What are you guys doing to help? Um, Just tell a little story. You've got days now here in the Giant's Village. How uh, are each of you helping?
1: I'm definitely helping heal the wounded and the <sighs> people who are close to death.
0: All right. So Arnis, one of the Giants who's going to get a name now. I need, you, I need you to have an escort, basically. Not because they don't trust you, but uh, you know they've got their own healers of a fashion, but not magical healers. You are escorted around the giant's territory by their equivalent of a medicine, medicine woman who goes by the name of Korver, and she will escort you throughout their territory, the people who were injured by this uh, rockslide, and there's a number who have died, uh, but there are a lot of broken bones and a lot of people bleeding, huge lacerations, and you're able to help a good number of people, and she will certainly thank you for your assistance. It's more than she could have done at even like 10 times the rate. She does not have magic at her disposal. Darvin, how are you helping out?
3: I guess I could help clear out boulders and stuff from the damaged areas of town. I can't really help build with giant materials, but I could definitely try and help clear things out.
0: Okay, let's see. What's this person's name? The giants hook you up with Yumi, who is kind of in charge of clearing the debris in the town. And the main effort is, of course, focused on the chief's house. It took the brunt of the hit from the avalanche, and it was completely demolished and buried in stone. You're clearly not as strong as these giants. That doesn't mean they're handling you with kid gloves. They just aren't telling you to go pick up those boulders that are half the size of yourself. Nice. Uh, But you're certainly able to help push things out of the way, carry like buckets of smaller rocks and things.
3: Plus, if there's places they need to
0: like reach, so they can't because they're too big. Oh yeah, Yumi is certainly like lifting you up on his hands and kind of boosting you into these harder to reach places, and half tossing, half boosting, Uh, and you're getting quite a workout here. But as you go through the chief's house uh, with Yumi and the rest of the debris clearing crew, you find the body of the frost giant chief and his wife and they have passed oh. they were killed in this accident Yumi takes a break kind of say a little prayer to himself and do a, a brief bit of mourning and he will say we're, we're going to have to have a ceremony for them and uh, we have to get a new chief of course do you have a system in place for that? it's his son, he's, he's farther down the river but is he prepared? no, he's too young, but he's next in line <laughs> and they'll they'll escort the chief and his wife's bodies away to another part in the town to kind of set them aside. Light a couple small bushels of dried herbs and flowers and burn them, uh, which is just a temporary thing. There's going to be an actual like big mourning ceremony later, which of course you guys are free to attend if you
3: wish. Or help out with even since Darwin and Death Man. Yeah. Um, and since we kind of indirectly killed them.
1: Um, Over the course of these days, sorry to like totally interrupt, can I have healed my ulna?
3: Yes. <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. Oh, and um, I can be at more than six health. Yes, yeah. everyone's
1: oh, healed. Yeah, up now. We've...
0: This has been several days. There have been no yeah. further attacks on you. Gossram was quite content with chasing you off the mountain with an avalanche behind you, and I mean, you couldn't see it, but he saw all that wonderful destruction. He had a good, uh, he had a good laugh before escorting his forces away. <laughs> so, Vale, you've got a few days here helping out the giants in their efforts to clear the damage from the town and take care of the wounded and the dead and get more supplies and stuff. But how are you helping out? How would you want to help?
2: It's my investigation skills. I can help them look for anyone they may have lost. Like, you know how they use when they're searching in piles of rubble for people? Search and rescue. Find the people. Yeah. yeah, search and rescue. I've
0: I'll got a great
2: idea.
1: To try to find people quicker and save them. Mm-hmm.
0: Along those lines, who are you going to be helping here? You let them know that you'd like to assist with finding people who are still missing since the incident. And you are connected with Tambora who is a hill giant tracker. He will let you know there were a number of younger giants who were out with some of their oxen. Uh, They were out collecting animals, plants, and various supplies from the wilderness. And they were on their way back when this incident occurred. And in the madness, the animals bolted. And these kids and animals are missing. And so Cambora will take you out for a few days hunting down these runaway animals and kids. Cool. Go ahead and roll... Uh, This can be Investigation, or this can be Survival or Nature.
2: It's going to be Investigation. That's fine. Eighteen.
0: And you're able to track them down fairly quickly. Within a day and a half, Uh, you can find a very low cave in the snow and the ice where the animals and these younger giants are all kind of huddled up for the time being. One of the oxen has a busted leg. It must have tripped at some point during all of the confusion. So it was in no condition to haul supplies back, but you're able to help assure them that everything is fine. And it's a, it's a slow walk back with the oxen as it's injured. So you're able to return with these animals and these kids, uh, all still relatively intact. And after a few days, they feel confident that they've found the lost people, the dead people, uh, the wounded have been tended to by Aranus and Corber. It is time for them to hold their to hold their funeral for Chief Crofton and his wife Chief Sybil.
3: Were they co chiefs?
0: They ruled in partnership. He was a little bit more forceful with dealing with outsiders, but they both had their own distinctive roles. As uh, and it's very much a familial line. So you can definitely marry into that power. Are you sticking around for the services?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think
3: it's the right
2: thing to do. Yeah, sure. I'm sticking around. I'm
1: sticking around. We sort of got him
2: into this um, episode. What's Sniffudio doing?
1: Oh Yeah, are Sam and Sniffin's back?
0: Okay, we'll, we'll rewind a bit then. Before the ceremony, as you're all helping out, you can see Earl Earl, he is not helping with any of the manual labor. But he is spending a great deal of time speaking with one of the giants. In passing, you can easily tell this is all about uh, matters of state and rule, basically. I mean, as much as you guys might not like it, Earl Earl still considers this territory like some place he should have sway over, and he's not trying to exert his direct rule, but he is uh, at least speaking with the people in charge. It's hard to tell about what. Uh, Ulwan is steadfastly at Earl Earl's side uh, in an effort to protect him. What's up with the dragon? He's gone off hunting. You can hear him. like He's not that far away. Every once in a while, you can still hear a dragon roar from the distance uh, farther east of the river. It would be very easy to track down. Sam? Question mark? Once the assistance efforts began in earnest, you saw him split back into Sam and Sniffles, And he did his best to uh, comfort people. People who have experienced Lost have experienced loss. Not lost. Nobody's seen lost. Nobody cares. They don't understand it.
2: Why is there a polar bear on the island? Um, but he
0: you've definitely seen him with younger giants, with adults. Um, yes, with a grieving widow or two, trying to comfort everybody. Sniffing at his son. Did anybody want to talk to Sam before we get to the funeral?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. I don't know how to broach it. I'm kind of leaving it to the Bard to have a conversation, but I'm definitely participating in and
3: listening. Yeah, we should probably all go ahead, the Bard so, to lead. So one day, the
0: day before the funeral, the giants have let you know, Corver, uh, Yumi, and Tembor have all let you know. And we're going to have a day of preparation for the services. At that point, you're free to join us or assist in however you feel. But for now, rest, eat. You can have some of our food. It's all right. It's fine. Our food is your food today. So you all go find a nice little fire pit and sit around. You're eating this food. It's large chunks of meat, bread, uh, carrots. Nothing really fancy. They don't really cook their food all that much. This food, uh, anybody drinking anything in particular, no They will share their alcohol with
3: you if you like I don't
1: need Hell, giant yeah. alcohol
3: It's gonna F me up I'll
2: drink a
1: little I won't drink much knowing that it's alcohol for giants But I'm probably drinking more than Darvin i I'm you... like dude someplace that has booze I'm not They f- will give you
0: uh They'll give you two bottles each about a liter in size Of alcohol And at first sniff this just blows anything From Earl out of the water Woo uh, Still mess around, moonshine. It's not quite moonshine. You're not lighting it on fire, but it is distilled oh, yeah. grain alcohol. I'm sorry. This is definitely distilled, or at the very least, fortified alcohol. Okay, of gin. Nice.
4: <laughs>
0: and you're passing that around at the fire. Yeah. What's so. oh, up?
1: Um. So this is awkward, but um.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. It's awkward.
1: Uh, what was that? <laughs> that? you did, buddy.
0: He has a very hangdog expression on his face right now. <laughs> yeah, I chose that word on purpose.
4: Yeah, you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he looks up at everybody. Pet sniffins behind the ears. <sighs> well, look, we've all got our secrets. Some of them just take a little bit longer to come out. Is all. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to keep it from you, but I thought you guys could take care of yourselves. After that bit, before I thought you guys were gone. I knew I had to protect you, or at least help. Can't be on the sidelines forever, right?
3: Um, We appreciate that.
1: I agree. We appreciate the help.
3: Have to be rude, but what are you?
1: And no. uh, Hold up, and nobody's going to judge you, right? We've all got our shit, yeah, especially not Bailey. But, um, but I, but I don't, I don't want to accidentally be be rude. Um, but I'm probably going to be just because I don't know how to ask this question. Um, mm-hmm. How did you do it? That's a better way to ask that. <laughs> how? How?
0: It's it's natural for me. My full name is Samudio Sniffins. Sniffins and his line have been with me for some time now. It's just something people like me do.
2: Like you, meaning you mean level twenty druids? Shut your
0: mouth! He's not a level twenty druid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or a level twenty ranger.
0: He's neither of those things. He level twenty one druid. Okay, so anyway, sorry. What was the question that you guys asked before? We got distracted by level twenty druids.
1: Oh, uh, I said how. And it, it comes natural
0: to people like him,
1: right? So then, okay. Now at the at the risk of being incredibly rude, I then what are you?
3: By
0: all rights, I look human.
1: Yeah,
0: but that's inaccurate at best, and a. Uh, understatement, at worst. Uh, we call ourselves Tamani. Uh, it's people with special connections with animals. And anybody can roll a... Uh... Nature check? No. Come now. Don't be so basic.
3: <laughs> history?
0: Yes. Uh, anybody can roll history if they want to see if they've ever heard that phrase before.
1: Oh. <laughs> What'd you get? A six. My <laughs> crit fail.
0: Oh, nice.
1: I did not in bro. Well.
0: Uh, a crit fail and a two. <laughs> and just this blank expression hits your face Wait. as soon as he says Tamani.
1: What? <laughs> Fifteen.
0: What was Vale's childhood like?
2: For lack of a better way of putting it. So you were more of a street
0: street kid. Mm -hmm. Not so much, like, passed along foster homes or orphanages. pretty much
2: living on the street, posing as other kids to get food or places to sleep, and then until the guild
0: found me and then... Okay, we don't need to get into the guild part. I just want to know what you were like as a kid, where you were, where you grew up, so I can better frame this. So in Vale's time, growing up on the streets, you certainly heard a number of children's, like, Nursery rhymes and scary stories and folk tales, and just a lot of that, like, childish BS that kids talk about. Mm-hmm. And you do remember, I don't want to call it like a haunted tale, but like an old, like spooky tale of the Tamani, the people who, in the story, they talked about who were one with animals or were like were creatures, but it was always like a separate, like, this person found an animal and they became. One and terrorized towns, like cut throats and like ate children. It was you know it was meant to keep kids in line, for the most part. And of course, growing up in the streets, you never saw any of that. So you're just like, whatever. But you do recognize names. Like this is this old like old children's tale about people creatures.
2: So I guess I explain that to them,
0: and Sam nods along for the most part. He's like, well, we're, I mean, you know, there's. There's bad people in every group. I mean there's there's bad humans and there's bad elves and there's bad shapeshifters oh, out there. I fully understand. Um, oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're good elves. <laughs> oh
0: your mom was probably pretty good. God oh, damn.
4: I'm
0: kidding. Um but I mean no, that's an exaggeration. We we don't go about terrorizing towns. We mostly just want to be left to ourselves.
2: Well, I, for one, understand the misunderstandings about your race and have no issue with you or your race. Just happy to know you better.
3: Yeah. I concur. Okay.
0: Thanks. Is there anything else you guys have for Sam?
2: Not really.
1: You know we might expect you to, like, help out more often now, right? (laughs) (laughs) As Arnest chuckles and goes, "I'm just kidding."
0: <laughs> well, I, I'll do what I can to protect you guys. But yeah, it's just been a long time since I. I mean, he looks at Darwin like, except for you know that one time. Which, I don't know if Darwin's now connected those dots for you guys, but uh, Darwin definitely knows. Oh yeah. Right, you know, except for that one time, it's been, it's been a while. You know, it's safer for just me and Sniffins to be ourselves like this. Okay. He'll grab one of those bottles of Giant alcohol Right, he'll take a drink and Wander off into the town And just start talking with people He's being personable again Well, he's never not been personal It's just now he's going out and doing it with the strangers yeah. again oh. okay And we come to the the funeral Is everybody going to the funeral? Yeah, might as well Yeah, because yeah. it was kind of our fault Luckily they're not holding that against you It was real close there for a second Alright, rule well, with disadvantage, so... You brought an avalanche onto their city. And a dragon. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are gonna do about that dragon.
4: <laughs> He's
3: still out there. Oh, I got a
0: thought on that. I mean, I've certainly got a suggestion, but I'll wait to see you, hear your thoughts. But the... For the Frost Giant funeral, they will have escorted the bodies over to the river, where a couple of large burial plots have been cut out of the ice. The giants will lower them in and begin packing it full of ice and snow to bury the frost giants in ice. And there will be more lighting of torches. There's very somber music played on uh, mostly drums. They are not really flute people. <laughs> and they're burning a lot of incense and there's a very long sermon given out by Korver, uh, Arnis, the, the medicine lady. So Korver will deliver a very long service in Giant. And although none of you can understand Giant, as far as I know, it is very somber, uh, and it's very reverent. And afterwards, all of the hill giants will gather around the burial plots on the ice, and there'll be a very long um, chanting ceremony. Uh, At which point, one of them, um, Yumi... Darwin, he'll, like, look to you before he joins the circle and is like, you know, if you guys want to head out, that's fine. We're going to be out here all night.
2: i are fine with that. Oh, but I'm doing. We've shown at... our respects. I'm good it. yeah.
3: Yeah, okay. Um, it occurs to me we need to check on the halfling woman. Do we still have her? Yes. You do still have the halfling woman. So if we're going to bring her with, maybe we're not going to bring her with, but we should, you know. We
1: should talk to her before. Yeah, then. yeah.
3: Let's see what Arnest can do to get her back conscious. The only reason I bring it up right now is forgot about it until right now <laughs> well that's fine otherwise yeah. this would have been a couple days ago thing but
0: you know the halfling woman has been brought to one of their recovery areas and has just been resting alongside a number of the other wounded giants uh, and is still with a few that are too injured to have made it out to
3: the funeral do you want to go and try to talk to her or anything Darwin? yeah well, right. well I'm bringing at least
4: Arnus Oh yeah. if I yeah. can
1: because
3: yeah, yeah. is all the right.
0: talker all of the giants who are able to be out at the, the service right now are there so it's just you and a few of the more wounded giants in here, along with the halfling woman. What do you do?
3: I guess I'll start and Tarnas can chip in if I get in trouble. Sure. Hi. She's I'm unconscious. Maybe. Oh.
0: Sorry. Sorry. The halfling woman is
3: unconscious at this moment. Yeah. Oh. Should we wake her up or just leave?
1: Um, oh. we, should, we should wake her up. I can help, I can help you. Help. Okay. If she doesn't just wake up, I can.
0: Do you, you want to wake
1: her? Yeah,
3: yeah. Let's wake her.
0: All right. Uh, You give her a a little shake And uh, her eyes Just barely open up And
3: seem to be extremely unfocused Alright I think we need your help with this one
1: Um, Does she need more healing? Like can I give her some heals To help her?
0: I'll just give this to you since you've got Time right now on your Mm -hmm. side Uh, You can tell She doesn't need healing itself It's just Whatever happened to her really took a toll on her body, and okay. she's just in a longer recovery phase. Mechanically, this is probably something like greater restoration would take care of real fast. Lesser might be able to help, but I mean, there's no guarantees.
3: But she's just in a recovery phase at this point. Okay. Hmm. Maybe we should just leave her then. It doesn't seem right, but I don't know what else to do. We can't. I mean, bringing I her like with is not going to
2: be able to tell us something, or like, I feel. I
3: I would like to know more about her and why she was there and what's going on. And she because, Especially because, unlike the others that we found, she was there, like, just before us. Why don't we just take her with us? Okay.
2: I mean, she's, there's really no reason
3: for her to stay with the giants at this point. If we're going to be moving on, we should just take her with us. But we might be taking her further from her home. Like, we don't know where.
1: It's possible, but, I mean... I, I think
3: we should...
2: I want to search through her gear and see if I can find any information. I'm not looking to steal. I'm
3: just looking to learn
2: about her from her stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, Roll an investigation as you uh, rifle through her clothing. 17. As you go through her pockets and a small bag that she had on her side, all you find is a dagger without a sheath. And in her pouch, in that pouch on her side, uh, it appears to be a number of different herbs and plants. Oh, oh yeah, nothing. I stick with. We should just take her with us. Oh sure. Uh, she's also got a necklace with a. She's got a silver necklace with a ruby at the end of it. Uh, it appears to be a very rough cut ruby.
3: Nothing of significance. Just like she's got a necklace. Yeah, maybe you're right. We'll just yeah. bring her with. She probably doesn't want to stick around here anyway, with all the giants and yeah, stuff.
1: Let's bring her with us.
2: I mean, at the very, at the very least, we can drop her off at a metropolitan area, and she'd have better yeah. transportation options
3: if we leave. It's better than her leaving here, her she's here. Trying to and get out of here, then she's leaving on foot on her own. That's true. All right, I'm okay with that. Okay, so the plan is to keep her with you. Yeah. Then otherwise, I don't think there's anything else we need to do here.
1: <laughs>
3: Except, I'm still aware that I have a from my god, and I'm, you know, worried that that might be around here, but that's not something I'm ready to talk about yet, so just gloss over that for now. (laughs) I'm just going to pocket that information. That's something I want to talk to Vale about, because in the past I've talked to Vale about like when I've had trouble locating targets, Mm -hmm. especially because the name sounded kind of similar to the chief's name, Mm -hmm. so it might be one of these people. You haven't made any attempt yet
0: to find out who this person is. None. So, uh, yeah, could be anybody. But as you all prepare for this final night here in the Giants' territory, okay. Earl Earl will come and approach everybody. That's a bit more excitement than I'm used to. That was, that was a little scary, actually. I told you like, it'd be like, fun. like, real danger. I told you would be fine. Yeah. Um, I've been talking with some of the Giants... They're going to send a message down to Earl, and, you know, we'll see if there's anything that the city can do for them. Okay. Kind of like my people. He doesn't mean, like, in the racial sense, he just means, like, you know, I should be looking out for these people, so i going to try.
2: What are we... Where are we going next? My thought. Go find the dragon, convince him that he should come with us to be with his cousin, oh. sit there together in their own little space... And they're not, he's
3: not causing trouble for the giants. At the very least, we could tell him, we're sure your cousin would be happy yeah. to see you. Yeah, yeah we also it. just need to drop the quest off with his cousin. Yeah,
2: yeah that's a
1: great idea. <laughs> Yay, I had a
2: good idea. Yeah.
4: Uh,
0: so you spend the last night here in the giant's village, in the giant's territory. And in the morning, uh, before you all head out, uh, the three giants that you've been spending time with approach you, uh, and they each have a small thank you package for you. Nice. Yeah. Um... Yeah. You know, we get get payment for travelers and stuff coming through, and, you know, we come across things out in the wilderness. We don't always need it all, so, like, we know it was a mess, but we don't need it, and we wanted to thank you. Uh, yeah, I think those are the right words. They're not all the best in common. And now for something completely different, I'm going to roll on treasure tables for you guys.
2: What? <laughs> treasure tables. That's me. Yeah.
0: So who wants to go first? Who wants treasure first?
2: I'll go first. Vale will go first.
0: Who wants your uh, your reward for good deeds first? Vale's going first. Okay. Vale. Vale's maybe getting paid for good deeds. <laughs>
2: maybe you should do more of them then. Well, we'll
1: see. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I still need to, you know, gain rank in my. Uh... I'm sorry, go ahead. 29, okay.
0: Vale, Tambora, the giant tracker he comes up to you with a small wooden crate, and you open it up and inside you find you find an assortment of seven very, very rough cut gems uh, some still looking more like geodes than gems and they vary in color from green to blue to red uh, but these are all worth 50 gold piece cool. you, know, we, you know we don't have a whole lot of use for money and, and we make some jewelry but this is extra and
3: you can have it thank you Who's next? I'll go. That was fun.
0: Darwin, you mean the hill giant builder man? Who you assisted, Uh, Darwin? Thank you for your help. Uh, I managed to piece this together from our supplies and some of the extra that was found in the rubble. Ho ho ho!
2: (laughs) Very
1: high.
0: (laughs) That is much higher. Uh, So you also get an assortment of six very rough gems, each worth 50 gold apiece, uh, as well as a potion. Uh, It's in a very rough stone jug, a little bit bigger than your fist. And Yumi will tell you, we don't really have a whole lot of use for this thing. It's not really our whole deal. Not part of our religious services or anything, but mm, maybe you could have some some use for it. Mm. And... In your crate, there's a potion of clairvoyance. Mm. When you drink it, you gain the effect of the clairvoyance spell, which somebody else can read and find out what that means. Thanks again for all your hard work. Thank you. And finally, Arnis. Corver will come to you. Thank you for all the healing. She says, you know, if not for you, who knows how many more people have died or still be injured or crippled or who knows. Honestly, I wish there's more I could give you. 38. So you will get uh, Five rough gems uh, These are a little duller Like the color is not quite so bright And vivid These are only worth ten gold apiece But there's also oh, 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 oh But there's also a spell scroll in there uh, For a first level spell and We can figure out which one that is later oh. but I can tell you what it is I just have to get to a spell list Roll this to see which magic it's gonna be. Three, four, five, six. Then d uh, d twelve. See what this is. Gonna do. I don't care about which class. Uh, which class this is for, you can cast it. Okay. Because it's not a bard spell.
4: It's also a scroll of magic. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, inside, you open it up, and you can see this is a scroll of burning hands. Oh my! Aris is about to play that
2: hot fire. <laughs> A solo with straight fire. It's not really my
1: style, but, you know, I'll take
2: it. And you all
0: load into the wagon with your newfound goodies. Or, sorry, newly gifted goodies. The halfling woman who's getting better. Hey. She slips in and out of consciousness now at this point. Um, Hasn't yet spoke on her own. The giants have... Uh, the giants have done an alright job of recovering your wagon. Uh, it's more that they just straightened up the uh, wooden support beams on either side and threw over an animal hide.
2: Huh. Better than nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's something. Earl, Earl, and Owen get back into the front wagon, settle themselves in, and we're off. We are
2: looking we're We'll
0: Find out what happens next time. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reckonos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com/slash/dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website designed by Patrick Dunkerley over at dunkdesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello.
4: Hello there, adventurers! My name is Trucebreaker of the Legion of Renob. I have some questions for you. Have you ever had your genitals taken by a shaman warlock? Our dicks are gone! No! <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Have you ever been so frustrated with a puzzle that you instead decide to commit murder? Well, one of us isn't getting out of here alive. <laughs> Have you ever convinced an insane cult that you were the voice of their god?
0: Sebald's gonna raise his arms and go. Oh, hey,
4: little (laughs) blue! If you want to hear these very situations happen to a group of hapless weirdos, come give us a listen at legionofrenob.com. That's l-e-g-i-o-n-o-f-r-e-n-o-b.com. Or check us out on iTunes or wherever podcasts are sold. I don't actually think podcasts are sold. I don't think I'm getting paid for this either! I'm going to talk to my agent!